We focus on prophecy each week for about five minutes. Christians who are critical about emphasizing prophecy argue that its study has only negative effects on your walk with the Lord. Do you become too heavenly-minded, I guess? But not according to the apostle Peter. Peter spent a great deal of time in his second letter discussing the things to come. And then he asked, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness as you look for and even hasten the coming of the day of God? And so the, Peter and the apostles thought that the emphasis on prophecy would actually make for better Christians in terms of our walk with the Lord. Uh, there are about 500 yet to be fulfilled prophecies. Knowing what they say, we expect to see certain trends out in the world. These trends are not the fulfillment of prophecy necessarily. It's just what you would expect as things get set up. We know that the last days are going to be like the days of Noah because Jesus said that. And then he specified what he meant when he said, for as the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. Uh, He wasn't just talking about regular marriages or that marriage would bond the increase and that they'd be partying. Because in Genesis chapter 6, the Bible describes the type of marriages Jesus was referring to. I'll read it to you. Most of you are familiar with this. The sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. So these sons of God, they're fallen angels. They were marrying human women, and their offspring were called Nephilim, They're described both in the Bible and in other literature as a race of cannibalistic giants. Nephilim are mentioned many, many times in the Bible. One notable example, the Israelites refused to go into the promised land because the 12 spies saw Nephilim there claiming that their soldiers looked like grasshoppers by way of comparison. And so these guys, they weren't just slightly taller men. They were agile warriors, some 12 to 15 feet tall. The fallen angels in Noah's day were corrupting the human race by manipulating DNA somehow. You would therefore expect folks to be seriously manipulating DNA if we're in the last days, and they are both in human beings and in animals. The most recent article I read was titled, Mutated Animals Show Why Gene Editing Isn't Ready for Human Trials. Let me read you some excerpts. The scientific community has largely denounced the uh, a guy named He Jiangku. He's a researcher who recently claimed to have used CRISPR to alter the genomes of twin babies in China. A key critique has been that CRISPR's effects aren't understood well enough to guarantee the twins' well-being. On Friday, the Wall Street Journal published a disturbing story about the unintended consequences of CRISPR gene editing on animals. It paints a portrait of a technology nowhere near ready for human beings. The Wall Street Journal article describes a number of examples of geneticists using the technique to modify livestock. In each example, the editing worked, but it also produced unintended side effects. This is like the movie plot, right? Only it's, this is real. Rabbits and pigs modified to grow leaner also grew in large tongues and extra vertebrae, respectively. Goats modified to grow longer cashmere wool grew too large in the womb for natural births. And cattle that scientists modified to sport lighter coats died as calves. Uh, So we're not doing too well on this front, but we're going for it. Uh, And I'm sure that this guy in China is not the only one using it on human beings. Our point this morning is simply that when you read the Bible, this is exactly the kind of last day's news that you would expect, and that's what's out there. As believers, we expect that Jesus could return at any moment. He promised he would return to resurrect the dead in Christ 
raptured living believers like ourselves. He said that was imminent, could happen at any moment. And so that's why each week I ask you the same question. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, what's going to happen? Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. That's right.